the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Ready on the right, ready on the left. All clear on the firing line. Commence your fire. Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great weekend here because this is, you know, this is our life, this is our time, and we have a lot to do and a lot to get busy for. My producer, Dangerous Dan over here, told me that we're actually having an election November 3rd. Actually, apparently it's November through through March is is this election time frame. But November 3rd is a very, very important day, and we need to make sure that we are going to support the correct people. If, if this is your first time voting, if this is your first time waking up from the couch cocoon, I'm going to give you a little heads up on how to read your pamphlets for your voting. Anybody running for office, if there's a D down below their name, D stands for disarm. They want to take away your firearms. D is disarm. R is rearm. Rearm is better than disarm, okay? Even when the R's are idiots, they're still better than the D's, which are evil, socialist, gun-grabbing, civil rights-taking, Democrats. That's that's what they are. So anyway, we want to make sure that we get out there and vote. We make sure that you vote for your rights. Vote as if your rights depended on it. Because frankly, they do. Very, very important. Vote as if your rights depended on it. And look at the challenges we have. Social media, right? We've seen Facebook. This guy, Mark Zuckerberg, is worth, what, $58 billion? For $58 billion, you can't buy a pair of decent eyebrows? I mean... What's up with this guy? Anyway, they are doing everything they can. They're pulling out every stop to censor truth, censor stories, command you in in the way that you behave and the way that you are under their control. We absolutely want to avoid that. You know, you take a look at Jack Dorsey, Jack Dorsey of Twitter. They are censoring stories about Hunter Biden. Censoring news stories? Um, You know... I think his his uh, handle over there was Jack at Twitter. I think we need to change it to Jack Twit because that's about what this guy's worth. You know, not talking about money. I'm talking about honesty and integrity. He's not worth Jack Twit. All right. Now this show, I want to focus on a few things. We've we've gone over preparations. We've gone over. Uh, ideas and and frankly, the best part about having this show is I get to decide what we talk about. You know, you can vote in if you want, but uh, if I don't hear from you, 
we're talking about what I want to talk about. Now, all of you know I've, I've enjoyed long-range shooting, and that's something that I talk about probably too much. But today we're going to talk about the zombie apocalypse and one portion of your defensive perimeter, not long-range shooting, that I think is very critical for people going forward because this is the uh, defensive, defensive use of firearms during a zombie apocalypse. Zombies happen, right? Uh, there was zombies in Kenosha. I saw them. They were chasing people down. They only come out at night. They usually have criminal records. They like to throw Molotov cocktails at people. They like to chase them down in, our, in huge hordes and attack people from behind. So zombies happen. And I think it's very important that you understand that if zombies happen, the police department is not going to protect you. The police department is, I don't know, they're not going to get out of their bear cats. They don't want to be involved. They're going to get sued if they do anything uh, righteous, and they don't want to deal with it. So it's a critical thing that we need to realize that zombies happen, the zombie apocalypse. Although Halloween's going to be on Saturday this year, the zombie apocalypse could happen at any time uh, in, in any place. Obviously, the big horde, the uh, clone of zombies, comes from certain areas like Seattle. Uh, there's a big cone of them there. There's another colony of them out of Portland. You know, the zombies, they replicate themselves. It has to do with the, it has to do, I think, with drug use, to be quite honest with you. Um, the zombies, the more dope you smoke, the higher probability you have of being a zombie. And the fact is, you don't know it, right? Those of us who don't, partake of that, we realize you're on your way to being a zombie. So the brain rotting stuff that these people are forced to take, not forced, people are taking willfully um, in the green crosses, this is actually setting them up to become zombies. I'm telling you, this is the way the life is. If you, uh, if you ever drive by and see one of those dispensaries and you see lines of people coming in and out of it, that does not bode well for our future. Those are all future zombies. Um, zombie apocalypse can happen at any time. I think you need to be prepared for that. And in being prepared for it, think about your daily activities. All right. Shoe wear. Shoe wear can save you from a zombie apocalypse. If you're walking around in flip flops, you, that's what zombies look for. They look for somebody that can't run whatever. That's what they're after. They're after easy prey. So with a zombie apocalypse, if you're wearing flip-flops, unless you're a Thai boxer and you're used to kicking with your naked feet or have great uh, calluses on the bottom, and if you need to run, you can run with bare feet. Uh, not a great choice, all right? We have to protect our families. We have to protect ourselves. So number one rule in a zombie apocalypse, solid shoes, all right? And use a double knot. So solid shoes are very, very important. You need to make sure that you have those. It's hard to fight in flip-flops. Not saying it can't be done. Like I said, you're a Muay Thai boxer. God bless you. Um, have at it. The rest of us, that's number one, is build your platform going forward. Number two is think about distance. So we're going to talk today, and, and normally I talk about long-range shooting, which is a pleasure of mine and something I've always enjoyed. But we're going to talk today about intermediate and close-range use of carbines. So the long carbine on a short leash. 
I also want to remember, remind you guys, we talked with Leitner Designs, LeitnerDesigns.com. Bernard Leitner was in here, great guy. Uh, you need to work on your rig. He's the one to talk about for that. They're over here in Corona. EMP Shield, EMPShield.com. They still have their special up. You can get $50 off on each item with the code FIRINGLINE. FIRINGLINE Radio, I think it is. And Eat Cured Meat. So, you know, we're trying to bring you some ideas out here of, uh, of, how to prepare for your family and how to do some, some correct things. So eat cured meat, empshield.com. And uh, we're going to move forward with that. Now, today <clears throat> I want to talk about the distances. Okay. Zombies can happen quickly. Zombies come in a horde. Zombies can surprise you. Zombies can stop your vehicle on a freeway. Zombies can stop your vehicle in a downtown area. Um, so number one, do not give up your vehicle. Do not get out of your vehicle. This is not legal advice. This is what I would do. If I had zombies in front of me and I have my four-wheel drive with my zombie catcher on the front, well, that's, that's different. But if I'm in my, my, my normal everyday driver, and uh, zombies cut across the road. You do not unroll the window. You, do, you know, they might tear gas you in your own car. You don't unroll your window. You don't engage with them. You just slowly pick up speed and roll through them. All right. It's their choice to jump on your hood. And by the time you're at 95, 115 miles an hour, it's probably time for them to fall off. But do not engage with them. Stay in your vehicle. Roll through. It doesn't matter if they're in front of you. If you've got 50 people in front of you and they're, they're insistent on pulling you out of your car and playing Reginald Denny with your head, roll through. Do not stop. Do not open a window. Do not engage. Don't shoot through your glass. Roll through. Uh, you know, start, if they're going to jump on the hood, they'll jump on the hood. But that's why you have insurance. Everybody should be upping their comprehensive. So roll through it. Leave the area. Call the police department. Leaving is the absolute best thing you can do. That's number one. Then number two is, is if you are in a situation like where they're coming to people's homes, we've seen this zombie hordes come out screaming at people through bullhorns, attacking their homes, tearing down fences out front of them. What do you do at that point? You know, at, at that point, things are extremely serious. And so we're going to talk about that in our next three segments. We're going to talk about three different choices for an intermediate self-defense platform. I've got the classic, I've got the modern, and I've got the Uber. So we're going to talk about that when we come back here of how to protect yourself in a medium to close range platform against multiple horde of zombies. And by the way, zombies smell, they smell like patchouli oil and rotten flesh. It's a bad combination. So you can smell them coming, you can hear them coming, usually a bunch of drums like from uh like, like from the Hobbit movie, Drums from the Deep, right? You hear them coming, you know they're on the way, and you call the police departments and they'll say, see ya, you're on your own. We have to, you know, get a donut or something. Um, and I'm, I'm, I have a little issue right now with the deputy, he won't call me back. That's right, we're going to talk about you later. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com for all of our podcasts. You also have our Facebook page while we're still there. I don't do Jack Twit, so I'm not on Twitter, but um, Instagram, we're out there also. And maybe after this election, we'll actually get to talk about fun stuff. We'll be right back after this. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? 
This is my boomstick. Hey, folks. Every week, every single week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation revolves around zombies, firearms, huntings, gun rights, and all the great things afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights is our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. You head on down to Bullseye Sports, see what's left, all right? You've waited a little bit long here. See what's left. Get what you can. We're going to talk about different options coming up. And get yourself trained because the safe and efficient use of your firearm is almost as important as having a firearm. Check them out at bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211. Visit their their website, bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211. All right. Folks, this is Saturday, October 24th, um, that this is being aired. I pre-recorded it, uh, and uh, it's a special day for me. I, I I thought I was going to be able to talk about it, but I'll have to talk about it later. So I'm going to step aside from that, but um, let's, get in, let's get into our topics. Our topics are intermediate defensive measures with modern firearms. So, one of the things you need in a zombie apocalypse is you need access to ammunition. If you can have a platform that uses pistol ammunition and rifle ammunition, which are the same, I see that as a positive. Now, everybody in the world owns 9mm. Not everybody in the world has 9mm ammo, but they all own a 9mm. What are some other options? So we're going to start with the first category. The first category are lever guns and revolvers. Okay. In a zombie apocalypse, a single action revolver, although really cool, beautiful, fun to shoot, is not easily reloaded. I know there's some guys who can run the cowboy action shooting. Well, that's great. They've got a specialized gun. Uh, You don't. You have the stock Vaquero or Blackhawk. You don't have that. So um, I would say not my first choice for a multiple zombie uh, engagement would be a single action revolver. Not my first choice. If I have options. If I don't have options, hey, it's better than throwing a shoe at them or a flip-flop. So uh, let's go with, with a revolver, say a double action revolver. Some hold six, some hold eight, some hold seven, some hold nine depends on which caliber you've got and match that with a simple lever action rifle. Now here's something that's really interesting. Everybody is buying all the black rifles off the shelf, but as I walk into gun stores, I see what's left. I see a lot of lever actions up there. Lever actions can be a very good source of, of high discriminating fire with an adequate round at close range. You can find your lever actions in 38 Special, which also shoots 357, 44 Magnum, 45 Long Colt. If you get anything bigger than that, you're not really using the same as a pistol round. But from 357 to 45 Long Colt, there are a huge selection of of lever action rifles, which are extremely good because they can hold 10 rounds in California. 10 rounds of 44 Magnum is powerful. 
All right. Now on a lever action, if you're able to shoot a lever action, I have a, uh, I have a um, hypothetical, hypothetical uh, rifle in here. This is the Rossi, I believe. Yeah, this is the Rossi, eight ninety two. Ninety two's got a little sleeker line than the ninety four. Just always loved that. But this is a Rossi thirty eight three fifty seven in stainless steel. If it was here in the uh, studio, it would cock something like that. But I would I would never bring one into the studio. Uh, it's got like a twenty inch barrel, maybe twenty two. It's a lightweight gun. Now, when you're dealing with 357, 44 Magnum, 45 Long Colt, they can have a big recoil in the uh, in a pistol. In a rifle, nothing. You've got a 16, 18-inch barrel. You end up with more velocity, so you're shooting the same round faster, more accurate, and with 10 rounds. Now, most most uh, semi-automatic, excuse me, semi-automatics. Yeah, it's kind of semi-automatic. Most lever-action rifles are loaded from the side of the receiver. Some have different tube loadings and stuff. I don't like that for a zombie apocalypse. I think it's great for cowboy action shooting. It's fun at the range. But if I have to stop and uh, pull the tube out of the front of my gun and drop rounds down the tubular magazine, that's that's a little slower as opposed to pushing down the side of the panel on the receiver, sliding a bullet forward and able to shoot it immediately. So for the zombie apocalypse, something like the Rossi, 38357 in stainless is better than the Henry fat boy, yellow boy that feeds down the tubular magazine. Okay. So that's something to consider. Is it a better gun? No. Is it better for a zombie apocalypse? Yes. So that's an important thing is the side feature. Now optics on a lever action gun. Most lever actions expel the, the uh, spent cartridge vertically right through the top of the action. You slide the lever forward, it takes the bolt back, recocks the hammer, ejects the shell. As it ejects the shell, the shell goes vertical. And so if you have a lever action and you want to use a scope, you need to plan that out. You can't just get a regular regular scope and put it on. You'll either need a side mount or an offset, or it'll have to be mounted down the barrel. So they do make lever actions with side eject. I think Marlin is pretty pretty famous for that. But most of the classic designs, the 19, excuse me, hiccups, the 1894s, the 1892s, the uh, 76s, those all have top eject. So optics are a little bit different. The other thing that's nice about these is they are very easy to shoot with open sights. Even with old man eyes like I have, um, you're able to shoot these very well. They have very wide, forgiving rear sights called a buckhorn, typically. A lot of big apertures. They usually have a nice dot on the front sight. If you hear my voice trailing off, it's because I'm still looking at this mythical um, 1892 Rossi here and not speaking into the microphone as I'm supposed to. So... This would give you firepower, something in the neighborhood of 10 rounds in a rifle platform without having to be reloaded and use the same ammunition as your revolver on your hip. So if you have four, you know, if, if your family all have revolvers and if you have a couple of these, you're able to use one set of, of ammunition for home defense, for zombie apocalypse. Now, let's talk a little bit about zombies. In the movies, they have to be shot in the head, right? We all know that. That's you, If you don't shoot them in the head, they keep crawling, and they, you know, a week later, they're still crawling after you because they're sniffing the pavement, whatever. But 
I saw some video evidence recently that you only have to shoot them in the elbow to get them to stop. So consider that. Just wing them, and they they tend to stop. They they have a, a guttural sound where they yell medic or something like that while they're holding a firearm trying to kill somebody. All right? Yeah. So elbows are as good as headshots when it comes to certain types of zombies. And that's an important thing to remember. Um, I'm not going to repeat that, though. So, yeah, that's not on the air, right? <laughs> that's what happens when the producer leaves the room. Okay, so lever-action rifles are excellent, I think, because they're available now. Are they the first choice? No, but they're an easy choice. Everybody can operate them. No recoil. Very easy. Lever-action goes forward. New... Uh, old old shell comes out, new one comes in. Use a side loading port is best. Uh, who makes them? Well, this one here, uh, the mythical one here in stainless, that's kind of a pretty gun if it existed. Uh, Rossi makes them, right? That's a low cost provider. Henry makes them; they're more expensive. Um, Marlin, Marlin makes them. Winchester makes them. There's lots of. I think, I think Mossberg makes something like a zombie. It, that's just god awful ugly. I don't want that. So. You have to have some class, right? Sorry, but I don't like that that shot, that rifle. Um, but you want a good platform for that. Optics are, are important. Um, optics are not easily done with lever actions. The other thing that's not easily done on a lever action is a light source. So those are a couple of things to think about when you're going forward. Uh, if it's all you can get, it's a good choice. It, like I said, it's a lot better than throwing a flip-flop at them. Okay, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're talking about medium-range defense and close-range defense of zombie hordes, uh, which, you know, it is zombie season, so we have to think about that. Uh, this is one of the sadder things we have to talk about, but it's important that you have the information you need to defend your family because, frankly, the police departments are not going to be there. They're, they're not, you know. They have a secret donut shop they're all hiding in during these riots. But anyway, um, and you know what? It's probably not their fault, but it's the people who are in charge's fault that they won't let them stop the hordes. So anyway, folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our podcast, FiringLineRadio.com, FiringLineRadio.com. We're going to talk about the second choice, uh, moving up the line when we come back here. And I'm not going to tell you what that is because in radio, they call that a teaser. So nanny, nanny. This is the teaser. We'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans! Lay down your weapons! Persian! 
Hey folks, Mulan Labe, Saturday, Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a great day here, October 24th. Uh, you know, we'll talk about this day later, but uh, right now we're moving on. Um, we've had some great shows, and the reason we've had some great shows recently is I've had great guests. It's not just been me, so I'm going to apologize in advance for today, or actually not in advance, but I'm going to apologize during the show for today, <laughs> not having my guests, but I want to recover a couple things we did recently. and. All of these are on podcasts at FiringLineRadio.com. Now, we had uh, Townsend on, and we talked with him about Larry Townsend about gunshot trauma. We did a class over at Bullseye Sports. It was great. Um, he knows his stuff. He actually gives a very entertaining course and gives you the confidence you need so you don't stare at somebody when they have a bullet wound. You know, it's important as we are first responders in an altercation, we are first responders in a medical situation. Knowing what to do is absolutely important. Getting those kits is important too. Larry Townsend was was involved with that, and I thank him for his time and his effort putting that class on. EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com, uh, protect your electricity, protect your vehicles. As we heard, you know, if something were to happen, everybody's vehicle is going to be stopped. You want to be the one guy or two guys, or your family anyway, with vehicles that can get you home or get you to wherever you need to go. That's a very, very important thing. EMPShield.com. Use code FIRINGLINE for 50 bucks off. Uh, I don't get anything on that. That is a strictly a, a discount for you, okay? I didn't, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a distributor. <laughs> Just pass the, pass the savings on to you guys, all right? That's an important thing. Also, uh, some of the other product sponsors that we have. You know, we've got McMillan Sports, the MC3 stocks. We're going to talk about all these stuff, McMillan stocks, excuse me, MC3 stocks. We're going to talk about all this stuff getting it coming in towards Christmas. If we can have a decent time frame as far as a reasonable life going forward after this election. But I just want to bring you information tactics that'll help you when the zombies come because it's zombie time. All right. Last segment, we talked about lever actions and pairing your lever action with a revolver, usually a double action revolver. I didn't go into the loading of a double action revolver, but speed loaders are critical if you're going to use a double action revolver in conjunction with your lever action rifle. I know it doesn't match the classic Western theme, but zombie times call for practicality over beautification. Okay. Next step, next step up the line, we're going to go with the semi-automatic world. Somebody out there has bought all the Glock 19s, 17s, and so forth. So I'm going to assume most of you have something like that, or maybe you have an MMP shield but or whatever, MMP. You're going to have your 9mm platform. So if your 9mm platform with your pistol and your rifle are the same, meaning they take the same magazines, I believe in my limited scope here that you're farther along in your ability to defend yourself than if you have different magazines for different units. So next step up is going to be a semi-automatic rifle that takes Glock magazines or any magazine that's common with your pistol. Okay. If you can find one with this S and W fine, I, I don't sell Glocks. I'm just saying this is one that's very, very common. So you can have an AR-15 built that'll accept Glock magazines or other Colt-style magazines uh, and shoot 9mm. 
So that's a great platform to have. If you don't have that and you're not willing to go that route, probably the most inexpensive one that I've found that shoots amazing. And I watch these guys shoot these three gun competitions or uh, practical pistol competitions with them all the time is the Ruger, the Ruger carbine, nine millimeter carbine. Now, this is a super, super cool gun. Number one, they run flawlessly. I've never seen one jam and I'm watching guys run competitions with large uh, magazine feeding sticks and they cycle all the way through. There's no recoil shooting nine millimeter from a rifle. Rapid fire is as fast as you can stay on target and pull the trigger. And it's a, an awesome little weapon. Now, the Ruger, an advantage it has over the... Um, AR-15 platform is it's very simple takedown. Now, yes, you can pull the pins on an AR-15 and have a takedown rifle. This one is a little bit simpler with simply your thumb, um, moving your thumb towards the barrel and twisting, the front end comes off. So that's it's a little bit simpler. I know the AR-15 is not difficult to disassemble. That's why they made it that way. But the Ruger is actually a little bit nicer for that. So it is easier to fit in a backpack, um, have it behind your seat or, you know, legally stored, however it needs to be. But it's small enough to, to have with you in case the zombies occur and you're not close to home. So it's an important thing for that. The other thing is it has a modifier on it that takes Glock magazine. So Glock 19, Glock 17, um, or, um, you know, Magpul Glock style magazines. You can accept this in there very easily. If I had one here in the studio, you know, inserting a magazine would sound like that. The other part that's great about this for California is that this is a California legal design. There's no pistol grip. There's no, you know, I can have a detachable magazine because this is purely featureless. As we all know, the features are just cosmetic and uh, the gun grabbers are, are, are the horrible gun grabbers, the Democrats that people are trying to reelect here. They want to disarm people. It has nothing to do with with the functionality has everything to do with the fact that some guns look scarier than others. So they're attempting to go after those first. They'll be around for these, but they're going after those first. So it's a featureless rifle. As far as California is concerned on the front end of the, of the takedown part on the barrel, it has fixed sights. So you can mount your optics and not have to worry about taking the sights off. That's an important feature. So I have a red dot or if I had one here, I'd have a Vortex Crossfire Red Dot on it, which is a really cool little little uh, sight. Oh, wow. Look, I left it on. That's not a good thing. All right. So if I had it here, I would have left it on and wonder how much battery life I got left. Huh. All right. So uh, the Red Dot's an amazing thing because it allows a very, very quick target acquisition in low light situation. There's no recoil. You can mount any kind of optic you want on it because it has a Picatinny rail across the top. So if you want to put a scope on it, God bless you, go for it. Um, if for whatever reason your red dot runs out of batteries, like, like you left it on, like I just did, uh, and it's not good, you can unscrew it and you still have your open sights ready to go on this. So the open sights on this are actually peep sights, which is better for a defensive use than than an open uh, than a buckhorn. So that's another advantage you have. And the fact that you can run your magazines out of your pistol and your carbine are a huge huge advantage. Now 9mm 9mm is a great cartridge. Uh it's great because it's the bullets have advanced 
over time. Originally, when it first came out, people were talking about it didn't have any stopping power. But the bullet design for 9mm has really closed that gap. The other thing is with a 16-inch barrel, you know, we've made 250-yard shots with this carbine. So, um, you know, is that a defensive use of the pistol uh, or, or the carbine? I'd say it is if somebody's shooting at you. You know, you, you can make that shot, but it's not... 250 yards is not a, a defendable perimeter in a court of law that somebody was 250 yards from your house so you shot at him. That, that's ridiculous. But I'm just saying, if you had to have one weapon to defend yourself and the zombie hordes were there, this is a good choice. So either in the in the AR-15 format or the Ruger carbine, I think there's a couple others that are out there, but most aren't available in California. So I think this is a very, very good choice. Now, I was in Wyoming last week. They're sitting on the shelves in Wyoming. The pistol cases are full in Wyoming. And I said, hey, I'll take two. And they wouldn't send them to me. So, um, you know, you can buy firearms out of state if you have them shipped to a California FFL. But some of these uh, organizations just don't want to deal with selling to California. So kind of sucks. You know, Gavin Newsom has screwed that up for us, too. So, you know, we're, we are limited. Oh, uh, one other feature on this hypothetical carbine. Uh, I like the standard feature. I don't like the one with the big handguard over the front of it. But anyway, on the standard feature, the forend is polymer. It does have a Picatinny rail in the front. Now, why would I want that? Am I going to put a bipod on it? Probably not. That's not the kind of weapon it is. But I have an ability to put a light source on this. Okay? Lights in defensive shooting. When zombies come at night, lights are your best friend. So this can actually have a light off the front end, a red dot sight, and uh, take Glock-style magazines, which can have uh, extended feeding tubes, if they were legal. Um, and and you can have those. It also has a threaded forend, or excuse me, a threaded barrel. Comes with a threaded barrel. So that's just one more nice feature in case you're ever in a free state. Okay, folks, Philip Damon, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. We're going to talk about the next step up for intermediate defense against zombie hordes. And, uh, you know, stay tuned to this. We'll be right back. FiringLineRadio.com. Hi, folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. That is good. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, 
having a, a unique show here today. We're talking about defensive use of firearms close to intermediate range and, uh, you know, protecting yourself from some of the things we've been told by the leftists, by the Democrats, by the Marxists, by the socialists in the streets who are allowed to burn down our cities that they want to do. All right. So this is me talking to you. Defensive use. I want you protected. In our first section, second section, excuse me. First section, I just, I don't know, I railed about something. But anyway, in the second section, we talked about lever-action firearms. I think lever-action is a great source of firearm power. You know, it, it won a lot of wars in the open prairie. Uh, lever-action firearm is a great source. You can get 10 rounds in California. Uh, they may have a plug in the magazines, because uh, in some states, they apparently get better gas mileage. But... 10 rounds of 357 Magnum is a formidable, or 44 Magnum or 45 Long Colt is a formidable weapon, especially when it's countered with a pistol using the same cartridge and uh, combination. So again, in this case, although it aesthetically is not pure, a lever action with a double action revolver is a better choice than a lever action with a single action revolver, unless all you have is a single action revolver. Excuse me. Then we go with what we have. All right. Second thing we talked about was the next category up, which would be a nine millimeter pistol carbine combination. And, you know, one of my favorite choices for this because of the price point was very, very low. If you could find them is the Ruger camp carbine, the nine millimeter carbine takedown. It has an adapter in it to put in Glock magazines. If you're running a Glock pistol, that's perfect. Um, you know, you can have the adequate size feeding sticks for your uh, rifle carbon combination, and you would be allowing yourself with a nine millimeter, a couple hundred yards of defensive space. So, you know, is, is it a long range weapon? No, but a nine millimeter with a 16 inch barrel that shoots accurately can extend your, your defensive space if you need it. It's not an offensive weapon. It's a defensive weapon. And understand the difference there, folks. If you don't, the district attorney will, will tell you how that is different. Uh, I am here for the defensive use of firearms. This is the important thing, defensive use. Okay, now we're going to talk about what everybody has, the black rifle magic. And uh, not, I'm not talking about coffee, but the black rifle magic that I think everybody in the entire world has two AR-15s now, or at least has lowers, or at least trying to build them up, because they have been flying off the shelves for the last couple of years, and especially this year. So if you have a, an older AR-15, you could sell it for 1000 1500 <laughs> Uh keep, keep the good ones, sell the other ones, because that's the kind of stupid demand we're seeing out here. All right. Now, in California, because we are legal, if I were to bring an AR-15 into the office, um, one of the things you want to make sure is that we're doing all things legal. Even in a zombie apocalypse, we are legal. We want to make sure that we are doing all things correctly. So, California needs a featureless AR-15. Lots of guys have done different things. A lot of people put a juggernaut in. Uh, I hate those, and I'm sorry if you sell them. But I, what I don't like about them is it just opens the action. Um, to make it featureless, I don't care about a muzzle brake on an AR-15. If you have recoil issues with the 223, we need to go over how you're holding the rifle, okay? Uh there is no recoil. It, you can shoot as fast as you want with a with a straight barrel two twenty three, and either you're holding the gun wrong or you know 
you're a little too sensitive if you think there's too much recoil in an AR-15. Besides that, if you have to shoot your AR-15 without hearing protection and you've got a muzzle brake on it, man, you're going to deafen yourself. You know, a lot of guys in the military, major, major hearing damage because of this. So um, one thing that I do on mine is I do not have a muzzle brake or a flash hider, protector, anything of that nature. I just simply have a straight, straight barrel. If it's threaded, I put a thread protector on it and that's it. You don't need anything else for a 223. But that takes one of the features away from California. If you have a standard A2 style design, and that means that the front sight looks kind of funky, it's a big tower, the bottom of those sometimes have a bayonet lug on them. It's a little lump of metal that nobody ever uses. It's just part of the classic design that needs to be removed. So you can change out the gas block um, or use a hacksaw, whatever you want to do. But for a California legal, you can't have a bayonet lug on there. So those are two simple things to do to help make your rifle California legal. All right. Because when the zombie apocalypse is over, we're still in a, a world we want to live in. So this, the other thing is we have detachable box magazine. If your firearm is featureless, and that's what I like, you can go back to a regular magazine release. So right above the trigger guard on the right hand side, you have one little button you push, the magazine comes out, insert your next one, you're ready to rock and roll again, and it's easily reachable with your right hand. So the magazine release goes back to normal if you've made it featureless. One of the other parts of being featureless is the buttstock. Okay? And here's where a lot of people have a lot of different choices. Um one of the choices I have used is expensive, but it is my favorite. I hate the fin grips, and I'm sure all of you hate the fin grips too. But if you just need to change over your AR-15 and make it legal for wherever you're carrying it, the fin grip is probably the cheapest way to do it without messing with the action of the gun, without inhibiting how you load the gun. So worst case scenario, you know, on a couple of mine, I have fin grips because I just didn't want to go into the expensive of the big Thorsten stock and so forth. So uh, fin grips work pretty well. In combination with a fin grip, you need to have a pinned rear stock. So either a fixed stock or a pinned rear stock. Um, they can be done with epoxy. They can be done with rivets. You know, So once your, your stock is fixed, you can use an adjustable stock that they all came with or the cheaper ones. They just have to be fixed in a position. They cannot slide forward or, or uh, backwards at all. It has to be fixed. And in conjunction with that, if you have that and you have a pistol grip, you need to address the pistol grip. So a fin is a cheap way to do it. Pinning the rear stock, putting a fin on. And the good thing about the fins is they are removable. So uh, if the laws ever change, we can just switch out the handle and we're good to go again. Uh, so that's an important feature. But I think that whatever you do, you want to be able to load your AR-15 simply, just like they were designed to do. Um, any motion where I have to crack open my action, no matter how big or how small, or you know, jump through this whistle or, or run a loading, try and load through the port, you know, those are all things that are going to, unless they absolutely have to be used that way, they're going to slow you down. And I would rather have a ugly stock on the rear of my firearm and be able to run it the way it's intentioned than to mess with the mechanism part of it. Now, I'm not a SEAL, 
Okay. I don't, I don't play one on TV. I'm just telling you, this is my experience. What I prefer and preferences are like opinions and opinions are like Democrats. They all stink. So that's one thing we want to take a look at. The other thing is your optics. Now on AR-15s, some guys will mount a side optic, either a iron sight on a 45 degree for close up. They'll use a, um, maybe a red dot on the side. Some guys use triple witness where they have a scope, they have a red dot, they have a, <laughs> they have iron sights. It ends up looking like a Swiss army knife. So I think the cleaner you can keep your weapon, the better off you are on a particular version I have. I actually have a scope on it. Now, I've got the Vortex Strike Eagle scope, and and this has an illuminated reticle. Why? For low light. Okay, it goes all the way down to three or four power. Um, what does it go down to? If it was here, I'd read it. Yeah, four to 24. Um, but but so optics are great because with the 223, you're no longer limited to super short ranges. 223 can reach out and uh, control a field of fire. So it's an important feature there. You have quick acquisition shots. You also have precision shots. And one rifle can do all of that. Now, the, the optics are important. The second thing is your light source. All right. Surefire makes some amazing lights. And other companies do also. But what I like about some of the systems is I want to make sure that they have a pressure plate. So when I'm engaged on the rifle, if I push my thumb down, the light's going to come on and I'm going to see it's going to illuminate wherever my target is at. So that's an important feature to me that I have um, a function that I can turn a light on, turn a light off very easily without having to move my grip. That's an important function to me. So you want to make sure that if you have a, a light source on it, that number one, you don't extend the light past the barrel on a rifle because that won't, won't last very long. Number two is turning it on and off is easy and imperceptible, all right? If you have to not move and then you want to turn your light on, you want to make sure that you have that ability because zombies do pick up movement. We all know that. Okay, folks, Philip Naiman, Firingland Radio Show. We'll be right back. We'll be right back next week. How's that? For the Halloween show, when we really talk about zombies. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. We're gone. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.